As you know, we have begun a, a series together. We're talking about the Bible doesn't say that. And we, we started last time talking about one of the things that, um, that you and I heard growing up our whole lives, and we, we've even said it ourselves, that God helps those who help themselves. And there is some truth to that. The problem is it's not completely true, and it's not the whole truth. So we looked at what the Bible does actually say, because God helps those who help themselves is not in Scripture. This morning, I want us to look at another one that many people think is in the Bible. Many people think this is scriptural and biblical. It's the idea that God won't give you more than you can handle. How many of you have heard that? How many of you have said that? God won't give you more than you can handle. Boy, that's encouraging. That's, that's a good, that is, that is good news. The only problem is it's not a biblical concept. And the biblical concept, is, as you're about to find out, is even better news than that is. And I can't wait to walk you through this together. So we're going to take a few minutes. And I am aware of the time, so I'll be careful with that. But how many times have you been there? I just can't take any more of this. You been there? Are you there now? I just can't take any more of this. And somebody who loves you, somebody who wants to help, says it's going to be okay. The Bible tells us God won't give us more than we can handle. It's the spiritual way of saying, you got this. If you look at what the words are actually saying, it says two things that, that we need to reconsider. One, that whatever happens, happens because God made it happen. God won't give you more than you can handle, suggests that God gave you every problem. It's not biblical. God allows things to happen, but he does not always cause them to happen. He allows things at times. But just because you have a problem doesn't mean God gave it to you. Does that make sense? Does that ring true? The other thing that it says is God won't give you more than you can handle. Teaches us that we are supposed to, again, pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and handle it. God won't give it to you if you can't handle it. Folks, there's a lot in life that I just can't handle on my own. And I'll bet you that if you're vulnerable enough, you'd be willing to say there's a lot in my life that I just can't handle on my own either. I think the reason that this has, uh, this has, has come into our thought process, this, this teaching, I think the reason that this came about was a misunderstanding of 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. I want to show you 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 because I think this is the verse that people are referring to. They're just referring to it in the, in the wrong context. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, it says, No temptation. Now that's an important word. You see, it's a temptation. It's not a problem. It's not an issue. It's not a, it's not a concern. It's, it's not... It's not cancer. It's not divorce. It's not getting fired. It's not a stack of bills. It's not depression. It's temptation. 
No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Now there is comfort there in knowing that whatever temptation you deal with, whatever temptation you struggle with, you are not the only one who's ever had to struggle with that. Preston even made reference to that, that we all struggle with common temptation. No temptation is overtaking you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. One of the, one of the top five primary themes of the Bible. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond anything you can bear. Do you see that? It's talking about temptation. He won't let you be tempted by anything that you cannot bear. How does that work? But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Now, I think what happened was some of the older translations used the word tested instead of tempted. And so many of us say, well, I've got cancer. This must be a test from God, but God is not going to test me beyond what I can handle. And what you've done is you've taken what used to be true and you've misapplied it because that's not what this verse is saying. This is talking about temptation to sin. Now, did you hear when it said that you will not be tempted beyond what you can endure if you endure it God's way? He will also provide a way out. Sometimes that way out is run. You remember Joseph, Potiphar's wife, chasing him down? And by the way, she pretty. Don't get confused about that. She pretty. And he thinks, this ain't right. And she says, come on. He says, this ain't right. She says, come on. He just drops the, the cloak that she's grabbing onto and he runs. Paul told Timothy, flee. Sometimes that's the way that God provides for us to get out. Sometimes he provides a way that's a phone call. Sometimes he provides a way that's just changing our thinking. Whatever it is. But he's talking about temptation. God will provide you a way out of temptation if you're willing to take his way instead of yours. That's 1 Corinthians 10, 13. But Scripture never says that He'll give us more problems than we, can than we can handle. In fact, when you survey the entire Bible, you'll see story after story of people who had more than they could handle. Gideon reached the point in his life, he says, I'm the weakest in my clan, I'm the least in my family. God, I don't have what it takes to do what you want me to do. It's not in me. Moses said, I'm slow of speech. I'm not a good speaker. I'm, I, I'm not a good leader. Later, he said, God, these people are wearing me out. I can't do this. Esther said, I am very, very afraid. David, when the weight of his sin caught up to him, he said in Psalm 38, my guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. I can't take it all. I'm exhausted and completely crushed. Listen to his words. He says, my groans come from an anguished heart. I don't have what it takes to handle this. So friends, and I call you friends because I love you, because I love you, I'm going to tell you something you don't want to hear. Sometimes God will 
allow more than you can handle. I know you don't want to hear it, but it's the truth. But it's not the whole truth. You see, God will occasionally allow us to have more than we can handle for two reasons. And let's take the last few minutes we have to look at those two reasons. Two reasons that God will occasionally allow us to have more than we can handle. And the first reason is He wants to teach us to depend on His presence. He wants to teach us to depend on His presence. When Moses said, I can't talk, God said, son, I made your mouth. If I want to use your mouth, I'll use it. It's mine. And Moses says, well, I can't. And God said, it ain't about you. I am. And Moses says, but I'm on my own. And God said, I'll be with you. He tells Joshua, I'll be with you and I'll never forsake you. You see, when things are going really well, when they, I mean, it, it, things, are, things are happening. You're making, it, you're making it at the job. Folks are noticing what you're doing and you're getting credit and you're, getting, uh, you're moving up in the company and at home, everybody loves you and everything you say and do is just right. And, and in the community, you are well-respected and looked up to, and everybody can't wait to see you. And life is great and wonderful. You know what happens when we're in a situation like that? So often, we forget about God. When things start going down, though, see, when things start going down, then we start remembering God, because that's when it reminds us, oh, yeah, God, I, I need you. I thought I had this, but now I remember I don't have it. I, I, I need you. And that's why God sometimes allows us to go through something that is more than we can handle because He wants to teach us to depend on His presence. You can see the reality of this in the Old Testament story of Jonah. If you know his story, basically God said, Hey, Jonah, go preach to the Ninevites. And Jonah was like, No, I don't think so. I don't really like those people. They, 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 don't, they don't talk like I do. They don't look like I do. And, and besides that, they're just, they're just tacky. I don't like them. So I don't think so. And God says, we'll see about that. So Jonah gets on a boat, and he's headed in this direction. Nineveh's over yonder, and Jonah's headed this way. And uh, while the boat's headed that way, big storm comes up. Big storm comes up. They say, what's wrong here? Jonah says, it's my fault. I'm running from God. They say, well, you getting out of here. Throw him out of the boat. He's out in the boat. The boat turns out to be okay. What happens to Jonah? Big old fish comes up and swallows Jonah. Now, I always grew up thinking the fish was the punishment. Read the story. The fish is an act of grace by God. Without the fish, what would have happened to Jonah? He would have drowned. The fish was a God-ordained act of grace submarine. Stinky as it may have been. The fish comes and swallows up Jonah, takes him where Jonah was supposed to be anyway, spits him out, and Jonah says, okay, God, I get it. I understand. But in that experience, listen to the words of Jonah. In my distress... 
I called to the Lord and he answered me from deep in the realm of the dead. I called for his help. And you listened to my cry. Deep in the realm of the dead. Have you ever been there or at least felt like it? Jonah says, when my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, Lord. And my prayer rose to you in your holy temple. You see, when he, we, we often overlook him when we're in times of success, but we call on him in times of distress. Never, those of you who like to write things down might want to write this down. If you're a, if you're a tweeter, you might even tweet it. You ready? Never let the presence of a storm cause you to doubt the presence of God. What happens so often is we get in the midst of the storm and we say, God, where are you? Why would you let me do this? Why, where are you? Why am I going through this? And God says, I'm going through this with you if you'll just trust me. Never let the presence of a storm make you doubt the presence of God. He is with us through the experiences of life. And one of the reasons He lets us have more than we can handle is to remind us to depend on His presence. Psalm 145, the Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. Every once in a while, I will hear someone say, I don't go to church because I had a bad experience, and why would God make me go through a bad experience? And my first thought so often is when you went through the bad experience, did you call on God in truth? Because if you call on God in truth, His promise is He will be near to you. One of the reasons we do face things that are more than we can handle is so that we are reminded of His presence. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? I'll fear no evil. Why? Thou art with me. It's not when I go through the dark, deep valley of the shadow of death, I don't have to fear because I know you won't make it too dark that I can't handle it. When I go through the deep, dark valley of death, I don't have to fear because you're with me. And that's one of the things that he teaches us. The other thing that he teaches us is when we, when we have situations that are more than we can handle, sometimes he has allowed that in order to teach us to depend on his power, not only his presence, but his power. Because too many of us are doing life on our own. We forget sometimes that we weren't made to do life on our own. We were made to depend on God. And sometimes He allows things bigger than us so that we'll remember that. You've been programmed to believe the lie that God will never give you more than you can handle. And if He won't give you more than you can handle, then you have to hold on and you have to have the strength and you have to have the power to get through it. We have taught each other, you've got this. When in reality, you ain't got it. Because you weren't ever supposed to have it. You were supposed to trust the one who does.
when I was really young. I can't remember now how old, but I was, I was little. My brother, David, many of you remember when David was our music minister. He's uh, four and a half years older than I am. He was in the tree. We had a tree out back. We called it the climbing tree. It was the best tree out there to climb because the branches were in just the right spot. It was a great tree. He was up in the tree. I was down on the ground. He was through being in the tree. He was ready to come down to the ground. I wanted to go up in the tree. So it seems like we could work out a deal. He wants down. I want up. So let's wrap a rope around the branch. All he's got to do, he's got to hold on to one end of the rope. I've got to hold on to the other end of the rope. Then all he's got to do is let go. He's coming down to the ground, and that'll lift me up to the tree. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Sounds good. What neither of us thought about was, in order for that to work, I, five or six years old, I would have to have enough strength in my hands to hold his weight, and since I was going to be coming up, I would also have to have enough strength in my hands to hold my weight. So his weight plus my weight plus three or four other factors that people who get into physics could explain to us that I don't even have a clue about. In other words, it didn't work. <laughs> so I'm holding on here, and he lets go of the limb, and I let go of the rope, and he lands on his back. Dude passes out and starts to shake, and we had to call an ambulance, and I thought I killed my brother. He's fine, by the way, but that does explain a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> um, what was wrong? I thought it was my job to hold on to something that I was not built to hold on to. Stuff will come in your life. God will allow, at times, He will allow things to come into your life that is too much for you because you weren't created to hold on to it. He created you in a way that you're built to depend on Him. And sometimes He allows those experiences to remind us of that. You were created to need God. David. David's the youngest in his family. He's the runt of the family. When it's time to fight the big giant, the brothers are saying, not us. And God calls the runt of the family. David, little David, standing before great big giant, has to defend the entire nation by facing a giant. The giant's bigger than that little boy could handle, and yet God took him through it because David trusted. Jehoshaphat, king of Jerusalem, the enemies are all coming around. Jehoshaphat says to God, I can't do it. They're, they outnumber us by far. We can't do this. God says, I got this. Don't worry about it. You trust me. And you go out and start singing songs. Go out and sing some songs. So Jehoshaphat leads the people out and they start singing, Kumbaya. And as they worship the Lord, the Lord turns the enemy around. They start killing each other. Jehoshaphat and his people kick back and say, yeah, we got this. David, Jehoshaphat, 
How many times could we go through other stories? Elijah, Elijah has a servant. Elijah's servant comes to Elijah. Elijah, the enemy's surrounding us. What are we going to do? There's so many of them and there's only a few of us. And Elijah prayed. He said, God, open the eyes of my servant that he might really see what's happening. And the servant's eyes were open and he saw the chariots all around and he realized there's more with us than against us. You see, you're not intended to hold on. Don't believe it when they say God won't give you more than you can handle because you weren't made to hold on. Instead, understand that you will get more than you can handle because you were made to trust in the one who could handle it. You see, instead of saying, instead of saying God won't give you more than you can handle, I'm saying to you God won't allow you to face circumstances that are too big for him to handle. And that I believe, that I've lived. I've been through problems that I could not solve. I've had to do things I couldn't do on my own. I've had to go through a time that was so dark I couldn't find the tunnel, much less the light at the end of the tunnel. And my guess is you've been in those places too. And my guess is one or both of us are going to wind up in another place like that sometime before we go home. And when it happens, remember, God allows things bigger than you to remind you to trust in his presence. He is with you. And to remind you to trust in his power. Nothing is too big for him. And we can trust in him.